Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcast for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my guest, Charles Noonan, who is an entrepreneur and business owner who's on a mission to help create financial literacy and generational wealth in the world, which is a conversation I'm incredibly passionate about. And so I'm very excited to have you on today, Charles. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It's my pleasure. And Michael, please. Um, one of the things that is really important, I think, in this conversation is first and foremost, tell us a little bit about you, your backstory, why you're so passionate about this, and what's led you to where you are today. So just digging in, and we'll, we'll go a little bit back to just my upbringing. You know, I came from humble beginnings. And one of the things as I grew and grew out of those spaces, I realized a lot of it, a lot of what helped me grow was the mindset that I had, the mindset of the individuals that I was around and actually claiming it. And, you know, a lot of that stuff, we were in situations with people that didn't have and didn't come from privilege, but the mindset, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll really dedicate it to my, my mom. She was just so passionate, so spiritual and so positive. I didn't know how poor I was until I became a teenager. Yeah. So we grew up 11 people in a three family house. I didn't have my own bedroom until I went off to college. Right. We had brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, <clears throat> sick family members had to come live in the same household. Uh, the beginnings were very humble and I was talking to an, a mentee of mine who was in a similar situation. And I remember finding out that money wasn't uh, brown, red, and blue. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, dude, that was food stamps, right? They came in all different numerations. And growing up, I thought that money was just those colors, right? And the reason I didn't know how poor I was, was again, because of the mindset of the people that raised me, we were poor financially, but mentally extremely strong. We never claimed it. And we lived, we still lived an abundant lifestyle uh, with limited finances. So just going as far back as I can remember, you know, standing on welfare lines with my parents and, um, we brought all this free food home, right? All this government food home. And one of the things that my mom did as soon as we got home, she cut up like the watermelon, she made sandwiches and everything. And she, she kind of opened up the, the food and the resources that we just got to other people in the neighborhood. So that's one of the things that, you know, just other kids on the block, right? Because it was a poor community and we all didn't have, but once we got it, we shared it. And it was really that mindset of her. And it actually translated and got passed down to me. When I, when I really think back about me and how I overcame quite a few hurdles and obstacles, it's really just a mental focus and a mental training that I adopted. So to tie it all in, um, just came from humble beginnings. I never really claimed it. I never used it as an excuse. And I just grew level after level and excelled to where 
my entire family, sisters and brothers, we're all college graduates and all successful in our own right. And we really owe that to my mom and her mindset because we, we had every reason to fail, right? We had every reason to just go the wrong route, to give up, to go the wrong direction. But we just always knew and were trained mentally to succeed, to strive, and to overcome adversity. So, you know, I'm here to tell my story that, you know, you can be faced with anything, any, any of these challenges, whether mental, physical, or whatever it is, that if you really lock in and, and you're able to control or train your mind in a certain way, you can clearly overcome those things. And I'm here to share it today. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Just want to take a moment and invite you to be my guest at Think Unbroken Conference this November. That's right. Think Unbroken is hosting our Unbroken Con for free. It's five days of trauma transformation information with myself, special guests, and even some of the leading experts in trauma education from around the world. For five days, we're going to jump into what it means to actually take the steps to be unbroken. All you have to do is register for free at unbrokencon.com. That's U-N-B-R-O-K-E-N-C-O-N.com. That's right. Five days of trauma transformation information with me, special guests, and some of the world's leading trauma-trained experts for free for five days this November. More details to come, but in the meantime, go to unbrokencon.com to register, and I'll see you there. And that's beautiful. You know, my, my thought sitting here was like, if everyone had a mom like yours, dude, how incredible would the world be? Because growing up in, in a situation myself, very poor, impoverished, food stamps, same thing, it was always like, I, I was in the opposite, right? Which many people are. What do these people owe me? How do I get mine? You know, and that whole conversation. And it yeah. wasn't really until I was out on my own in the world that I realized, like, dude, nobody owes you anything. And you have to be willing to change your own personal narrative to be able to step into what's next. But I think so often, man, people just negotiate with themselves. They look at the world, they set these goals, and then they just blame everybody else for why they can't recognize what they're doing is really breaking agreements with themselves. And I know a big part of what you do and what's caused you to be successful is like creating these massive non-negotiables in your life. And so I'd like to really start there and talk about right. how that mindset has allowed you to go all in on yourself and follow through. Well, it, one of the things I learned very early on in life was to focus on a mental contract, right? And it, it, it was a word that was passed down from early childhood, right? And, and this stuff just comes from not having and having every reason to give up and to quit on things. We would always say, you know, I made this mental, or I would always say to myself, once I got of age, to create mental contracts where you promise yourself that you're going to do something. And oftentimes when I really dig down to a granular level, it's doing the work and completing the steps to become successful. So there's times, and I'll give a short example, I, a weight goal, right? I have a weight goal where I want to get down to a certain weight because I've been traveling a lot lately. <laughs> I've been eating a ton of food on I know the road. That yeah, I just got back from Italy and I tasted everything in every city that Italy had to offer. And it was phenomenal. But I just made the the mental agreement, the mental contract with myself that I was going to get up and I was going to go work out every single day uh, for 30 days straight. Right. So once I made that agreement and I made it a non-negotiable agreement in my head, the days that it, it, it happened to be a little too cold in New York and it, it you shouldn't be running outside. And you say to yourself, well, I already told myself that I'm running today, so I have to go run, right? The days your legs hurt from, from yesterday's run, you think about not going, but you have to just honor that contract with yourself. And this makes you so much stronger mentally. And you say, you know, my ankle is hurting, but I already, I already made the decision. I got to get out there and I got to go. My time may be slow because my ankle hurts, but you have that contract that you have to honor. You just got to get out there and go. And yeah. if you apply one, of it, it, it just happened to help me 
those those mental that mental skill set and that mindset happened to allow me to apply it in different areas in life. And it's made me more successful than I could ever imagine. Why does it matter though? You know what I mean? Because I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people will make an agreement with themselves and at the first sign of adversity, they'll bail. And I've come to find in my own personal life that that doesn't actually help me in any capacity. And so how have you found not only why does it matter to you, but how has it actually benefited with yourself to not break that agreement with yourself? So the joy, right? I'm a, I'm a big sports guy, right? The joy and the growth is in the journey. When teams celebrate a championship, it's not so much that game that they're hugging and they're all over each other. NCAAs, they pile up on each other, right? It's the journey that matters. It's the journey where you become stronger mentally. You get better in shape every, every time you run. You're losing calories. You're building muscle. That is what makes you so much stronger. It's not that they won a game. They were better than the team on that day. But what it does for you mentally and as an individual, it's just like mental training. So when you don't give up, so winning the championship is great. But if you really pay close attention to sports, that the loser is upset that day. But after a while, they really start to look at their journey as well. And one of the things I learned from corporate, a, a, a president in, a corp, in corporate America, he taught me, it's not what you do in life, but it's how you do it. So oftentimes the second place guy, he looks back at his journey and he says, you know what? We got up. We worked hard every day. We trained, we fought, we gave it our all. And you can also find that you'll be proud of yourself if you give it your all, right? So if I don't lose these this weight, but I come a pound, you know, I, I fall short by a pound, I'm still happy and I'm saying, geez, you know, I didn't get all the way down to 200, but I gave it all I had. I met people at the track. I ate better. I changed my diet and there's still a win there. So I'm mentally strong. And now I could do another mental contract, right? I now have the ability to do mental contracts with myself and achieve different goals. So it does matter when, when your ankles hurt is hurting. And when you're faced with adversity, you, you, you just have to tell yourself, Hey, I signed the contract, right? So I have to honor that. And it, 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 it builds quite a bit of self-love and confidence in yourself because now you know you can do things. I missed, if I, if I missed 200 pounds and I'm 201, the next vacation and I have to lose another 10, I'll say, all right, yeah, I know I can, you know, I'll eat freely. Say, I, I know how to get this off, right? And you just become so more confident. And, and if you apply that to whatever goal you're trying to reach, the mental aspect is is the key. It's the most important factor in success. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that there's something really palatable about those moments in time in which you actually push yourself. And and I think there's a fine line, right, Charles, because I, I want people to always go hard and push themselves and see what they're capable of. But like if you have a broken ankle, like you probably can't run. Right. And so I think it's about doing it within the context of reality. Um, there's very few people. And I think we can think of some who could probably run on a broken ankle on, on the screensaver of my phone is, um, is Kobe Bryant on the night that I scored 81. And, And the reason why is because I always looked at him and I thought to myself that that is the mental ability the physical ability that someone has when they get their mental ability in tune. And I think so many people just don't have the viewpoint of what it can be in their lives. And we hinder ourselves and we keep ourselves small, especially when we come up in environments where we see suffering. I don't know if you know this or not, but your, your zip code is actually a greater indicator for success in your life than anything. And, and I think there's really a lot of different ways that we can get in to talk about that. But when you grow up and you're looking at the world and and you understand possibility, I think it changes everything. How important is your view and what you focus on in this journey? It's, it's everything. And I'm still learning and still growing. Right. I, I recently passed, there's a milestone in my family from a financial aspect. 
But what I'm learning is, and this is something, again, you can all just date this stuff back to the, when you, when you really change the lens in which you view things with in life, it, it just becomes a whole new world, right? It's like, if you ever see someone just put on a new pair of glasses that actually help their eyes, it's like they're seeing everything completely different. So oftentimes when I was younger, I would see things that I wouldn't think attainable, right? But after seeing it and seeing it and seeing it, I said to myself, I'm going to do that one day. I can get there one day. And then you set your mind and you focus on those goals. But I think if you don't see it and if it's not really in your circle, or if it's just not something that you can visualize, or if, you, if it's not in your vision in a way that you can relate to, oftentimes it, it's a lot harder. But if you can, and this is why sometimes I may do things just to inspire people. Um, here's an example. Oftentimes I may, I have a Rolls Royce and I have a Maybach that I drive. But it's not so much because I love the drive of the of those cars. It's really to inspire people around me. I'm very in tune with the New York City neighborhood that I grew up in. And just to see the faces of the young guys, my, my kids play basketball. So when I go around their teammates and they see those things, I really want them to understand, hey, hey I know someone that is successful. And now I feel like I can be successful too. I know someone who drives a Rolls Royce, a Maybach, and all these other fancy sports because I'm a car fanatic, by the way, right? And I do it oftentimes, not so much for me, but I know if I could be that for a younger person, I can change their life and say, hey, you know, Caden's dad drives that car. I'm going to get one too, or it's super cool. And it's prom season, a lot of those, guys, they rented cars, they borrowed them from me and they use it for their proms and things like that. And that is some, that is a, a way that I use to give back in the sense that I want you guys to know that you guys can achieve whatever you want. It's really having that mindset. Yeah. And, so, and yeah. I would guess, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'd, I'd love for you to go into this. When I hear you say that, I think to myself, that car that mm -hmm. status as a symbol is just simply a marker of possibility, right? I don't know that that is the definition of success. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, seeing things, and as I, the, the older I got, and the more I got around successful people, and the more I got around people whose mindset was very different or more advanced than mine, the more I believed I could do these things. So it's all about possibility. It's all about me showing kids and individuals in, in those neighborhoods that it's possible. And it's possible from someone that looks just like you, right? I came from where you guys are. I, I, I wanted to really touch on corporate social responsibility a little bit today. Just uh, that's a concept I learned where companies make it really big, right? And then they'd start to look back and say, hey, how can we're 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 responsible to communities to give back and to show them that they too can grow. And, you know, it's a responsibility to give back to those communities and show that they can be successful as well and possibly build companies from a really from a starting point to, you know, a large market company. Yeah, I, I actually love that we're about to broach this conversation because, mm -hmm. you know, many people who listen to the show know this, but I'll, I'll share it with you. At 20 years old, I landed a job with a Fortune 10 company, no nice. high school diploma, no college education. And and for me, it was like, OK, cool. I just I just seen it. Right. One of my friends had gotten a job working for a similar corporation. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, if this guy can do it, I can do this, too. And, and my marker for it was like, this is the kid I used to get stoned with and skip school. Like if he can do it, right. I can figure it out. Right. And so I landed this job. I'm in corporate I'm with this fortune 10 company. I'm in it for a little bit over five years. 
during that time, I wasted pretty much the vast majority of that money. Let's be clear about that. But, <laughs> but, but I learned, I learned so much. And one of the things that made me never want to work for a corporation again, but instead go into entrepreneurship was the lack of responsibility that they had in giving back. And I remember right. we would just sit here. I would look at the sales numbers I would pull in and I would rack up dude, $15 million in sales for these guys mm -hmm. in a year. And they would give nothing to our community, wow. nothing yeah. to where we come from. You know, they would, they would do the cancer run and shit like that, but like everybody does that. That's not right. Right. Responsibility to me. So I would love for you to go into that. Cause I think this matters in the conversation that we're having right now. What, what is so, corporate responsibility and why is it actually important? So it's, and you're right. And saying that because my first couple of jobs, there was no such thing as corporate social responsibility, right? It's fairly a new term, but I think it comes from guys like you and I making it to those corporations and saying, hey, we made X amount of money. What are we doing? Or the company I was with allowed you to give with, um, a grant to charities of your choice. And I was just saying, hey, like, $4,000. We're a billion dollar company. Is there anything else we can do? Right. So I, I drag those companies out to events, to basketball events and have them maybe change the rims in certain neighborhoods. I had a company, I don't know if I could say the name, but I had a company repay uh, parks in the neighborhood that I grew up in. And it's, it's a, initially corporations weren't doing it right. And they weren't as involved. But now, I'll say over the last 10 years, we see corporate social responsibility really taking charge. And I think it, it, it had to come from a place or guys like you and I to challenge these corporations to, to start to give back and do things in the community um, in which their customers probably help them grow and get to the level that they're at. Yeah. Why is that important, though? Because I, I think that a lot of people, I would say probably the vast majority of people listening to this show are, are not entrepreneurs, as is really most of the country. And I think people feel like they're too small to make that difference, that they will walk into boardrooms or they'll walk into meetings and they'll be dismissed. But I, I've come to find that's not necessarily the case. But yeah. why, do you, why do you think it's important for, for us to be socially responsible in this capacity? Because there are... There are changes that are needed in communities that they may not know about, right? So it's important for individuals like you and I, and, and companies do have allotment for charity and things like that in a corporate social responsibility sector, right? It's important because the monies that they give, and it can also be time. Right. So it's at any level. Once you become an entrepreneur, you, you can control your time, your money and everything else of the business that you're in. But whatever we're finding that giving back, going back to the communities in which you came from, oftentimes we're finding that people can relate in certain areas. One of the things that I, I'm seeing now is mental health. Corporations are really starting to put a strong focus on mental health is mental health drives. I see, I think Kevin Love was probably one of the first NBA players to, to come out and say he had some issues with mental health. And I think it raised awareness. And with guys like you and I speaking up, let's just say Kevin Love, for example, raising that awareness, it's important because it could help so many other people, right? So Whatever it is, wherever the corporations decide that they want to pitch in and help out, there's such a need for it in, a, in the mental health space. I mean, I think we can change neighborhoods and try to try to decrease the level of violence that happens in certain neighborhoods. There's so many things that can change people's lives, and it's it's just a matter of touching them and saying, "Hey, you know, you don't have to go that route. There's stop the violence campaigns. There's so many different things that corporations can do and partake in that can really change kids' lives. A lot of the mental focus and the mindset that I gather and that I draw from was when I was a kid, right? It started just at the very early age. And then again, the things we talked about earlier, the things that you see, right? And you see someone that says, hey, I work at IBM, American Express or these large internet companies, 
and you you start to understand that you can do it too. Again, we talk about the possibility. So it's important to be able to touch people. It's important to be able to share your story, share those success success stories with people that are less fortunate and really don't have that road navigated for them to show them that, hey, it's possible that you guys can get here as well. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show, but I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. Yeah. And, and I think that's so incredibly important. And, and, and to your point about time, I mean, even if you want to create change in your corporation, like a lot of it does start with you just giving your time. But I, I want to go back to something because I, I think it's important. And you've used the word vision a couple of times. And yeah, I, I know that being a visionary in my own life with my mission of ending generational trauma and creating change in my lifetime is what drives me. And I think often people don't know how to touch vision, don't know how to figure that out, don't know how to like yeah. have the capacity for understanding. And it, it doesn't have to be like this massive global change. Sometimes it can be like little things like, I mean, getting out of debt, for instance, if you're not if you're, if you're not watching the show on YouTube right now, Charles has a shirt on and I'd love for you to read that shirt, Charles, but I'd also love for you to talk about vision. Yeah. So this is, so I have a company, Charles Noonan Incorporated, where we teach individuals how to create generational wealth through real estate, right? And I'll talk about the vision, but it, it says generational wealth, not debt. So we were finding that, or I was finding that a lot of the individuals that are around me that are investing in real estate, they're investing and they're leveraging huge amounts of debt for just to get into real estate. And I, I really learned that they were doing it backwards. So I came up with the, the concept of investing in real estate to create, making sure that you're creating wealth, not debt. So, and again, so here, here's how it ties in, right? Early, early childhood, we had to be visionaries for anything that was a, a step or two more than something that was where we were in our current state of poverty, right? It's seeing people own businesses. It's seeing individuals go to uh, college, go to grad school, and then becoming, you know, successful in their, in their respective careers. So the visionary piece comes from, and the focus of my real estate investment course and my mentorship, it, it is funny because I'm actually starting to realize this. We specialize in helping individuals who want to get into real estate that have little to no resources like I did. Right. But the visionary piece comes in and I specialize in teaching individuals how to buy vacant homes, broken, abandoned, dilapidated houses. After hearing my story, you'll find that doesn't surprise you. Right. So part of our slogan is we turn vacant properties into vibrant property. And a lot of people on the Internet know me from the guy that turns vacant to vibrant. But it just comes from being a visionary at a very early age. So. There's always talk about there's a shortage of inventory going on right now. As a visionary, I'm saying there's not a shortage on the street. Uh, you know, on this particular street, there's four vacant homes, right, that are dilapidated. No one's lived in. To an established investor, they say, oh, don't waste your money. That Those things are just garbage for a reason. But to a visionary, right, and I've turned some vacant properties into like the most beautiful houses on the block. Uh, I turned one of our concepts is find the ugliest home on the block because it has the it, it actually has the same value as all the other homes. It's just ugly, but if you can turn that ugly home into a pretty home, it actually catches up to the value of all the other properties. And if you're not a visionary, or if you don't have the ability to envision yourself in di in a different state, in a different mind state, a different mental state, the financial state, right? If you can't envision yourself doing those things, it's very hard to be successful because all you can see is what's in front of you. And I apply that to real estate. If all you can see is a broken down, burnt down property, 
you won't be able to buy that property for 5,000 and sell it for 200,000. However, if you are a visionary and you face adversity and you've just envisioned yourself levels ahead, and if you can envision yourself turning the corner to where the light is, you can do some wonderful things, man. It, it, it can really change your life. And becoming a visionary and becoming confident in yourself are things that I feel like you can control, right? It's just a matter of you deciding, you know, you envisioning this property with no windows, new siding, new doors, new grass, and a picket fence. And now you're providing a beautiful place for a family to live that didn't exist before you started investing in it. Yeah, that's that's really beautiful. And I, I think that that applies to literally everything, right? I don't think you have to, to pigeonhole it into real estate. And you know, recently I was I was sitting doing visualization. This is a huge part of my life is just thinking about possibility. So many people are not solution oriented. And it's one of the things I push all the time in this show and in conversations about mental health is to look for solutions. And so one of my, one of my biggest goals is I want to help 5 million, 5 million men in America overcome nice. childhood trauma. Right. Nice. And, and, and I, and going and sitting in that vision, I had to reverse engineer it and go, okay, well, where do you begin? Again. And and I think so many people feel like the world is against them, right? We're in a recession. Everyone has a copious amount of debt. The world is always putting its weight on you. Dude, I literally bought almond butter the other day for $13. So in, in this world, I'm dead serious. In this world that we're living in, when you're trying to create wealth, but everything around you is debt. How do you really get into creating that vision? Because that's even something for me I want to think about. You know, I, I want to be a multimillionaire. I want to be super wealthy. I want to end the generational debt curve of my whole yeah. family's lineage. So how do you yeah. actually do it, Charles? I think you you said it, man. You have to start with the end goal in mind, right? So we'll just make the correlation to real estate, right? I, and and I, I recently posted a video on this uh, not too long ago, right? I will all, uh, my strategy is to find the ugliest property and turn it into the prettiest property on the block. So we're finding ugly houses in neighborhoods where the value is already there. And if you can really focus, I actually did a live with one of my mentees. And if you can really focus and lock in on what it's going to look like at the end, right? You're going to spend $5,000 on this vacant abandoned home that hasn't been lived in, in in 10 years. But if your focus is these homes are selling for 250,000, right? And if you continue to keep that as your focus, when you put new windows in and they steal them, you won't be that hurt. Right. You won't be that upset. You'll say, okay, I got to now put the windows at last. When you call the water company, and these are all obstacles and hurdles that come into play. When you call the water company and they say they can't install the water line because it's been cut from the sewer to the house because no one's lived there for 10 years, you can be pushed back. You can feel defeated to some extent. But if you're focused on on making $200,000, which is the end goal, whatever that end goal is that you can envision, if you're focused on that, you're going to say, all right, I just got to wait a month, right? You can still push and push and try and get that appointment sooner. But ultimately you say, all right, cool. I'm making $200,000 off of this deal, right? And, and, and there's holes in the rules and, and you don't get permits on time and things just happen to go wrong. But what we all, what, one of the things that we found that we had in common was we know the end goal is so sweet that the hurdles that come along with it, the obstacles, the defeat, the disappointment that comes in, it actually, once you get there, it's actually minor. You immediately go buy another home and do it all over again. And you sign up for those obstacles and those hurdles. And you hope to get better at them now that you've already accomplished that one goal. So really, it just comes down to when you create that vision, right? And you have the mental fortitude to, or, or the training now that you've challenged yourself so many times, 
when you create that vision, the obstacles, right? And we've come from places of adversity, so we know how to handle it. And we actually expect it. And you could almost build in a little bit of a resiliency along the way. So when you take a hit, it's not that bad. It's okay. We knew something would go wrong, but it's okay because we've been here before. We've overcome obstacles and you almost get used to it. And you almost become really good at it. And getting to the end goal is so, so much sweeter than had you given up or had you say, had you said to yourself, no, this is too hard. When people say that, it's just, they're not, they're not focused on the end goal enough. They're focused on how hard it's going to be as opposed to how sweet it's going to be when you get that check at, you know, at the, at the closing or when you actually create passive income, like I do through real estate and I would teach my students to do through real estate. It's the sweetest thing. Yeah. It's tough to lift the house from the ground up. Right. And, and to change everything that you have to change in there. It's tough to coordinate with contractors. Uh, I have virtual assistants that now, you know, I've learned the process, the systems and process to do it. So I have virtual assistants in place that will handle a lot of the coordinating between the contractors, the real estate agents and the municipalities to get these properties up. But if I didn't go through it for two years in a row and, and fight and battle, it wouldn't be so easy, right? But you do it because I know it's at the end of it, right? I'll have a block of properties. I'll change an entire community, right? When kids go to school, and these are the things that helped me. So in Michigan, I bought an entire block of properties and I changed the entire community. Kids are now, they actually put a bus stop on the street that I changed those properties because it was now deemed a safe place for kids to walk, to get back and forth to the bus stop, right? But I had that vision. I fought through seven different properties on one street. It's in Michigan. It was a street where they didn't turn the lights on because so few people lived there. So at night, the D DTE, Detroit Energy, didn't turn the lights on in that street because they had given up. But I saw the opportunity I saw some older folks living there. I saw some kids living there and it wasn't a safe place for them to go outside. So I decided, right, I want to buy all of these properties. And I, I specialize in buying properties from the from land banks. But I made an agreement with the land bank. I made an agreement with myself. That not only am I going to invest in this community for the profit, but I decided to invest in, in that community for the purpose, right? So it's twofold there. So now that street, um, they actually put a bus stop there. When I go, when I go on that block, the older folks come out and thank me. The kids thank me. The parents, everyone is so proud of the work that I did there because I had the vision to fight through, not only do it once, but just impact the entire street, impact the entire community. And it just came from the vision. I had the vision to do it surrounding that area in Michigan, in the downtown area, there's tons of construction, but no one really felt like going in this particular area and doing it in that area. And I did. And it's one of the most rewarding, impactful things that I've done in my entire life. Man, that's beautiful. And congratulations. You know, I, I, I often think growing up in the way that I did, being in one of the most impoverished zip codes in the entire state of Indiana, really one of the most impoverished zip codes in the entire country, I would just right. look at all of the chaos of what that is. And, mm -hmm. and, and I hope that people are really understanding the analogy that you're laying out. Like, like real estate is the thing, you know, that's the thing that you understand. And so it makes a lot of right. sense, but, but when people, you can plug and play anything into this conversation in life, you can take yeah. anything that you're curious about that you're driven by. It could be the losing weight thing. It could be changing your mindset. It could be, you know, getting out of debt. It's always about massive amounts of focus, massive mm -hmm. amounts of clarity, looking for solutions, the willingness to be patient, controlling the outcome, and just knowing that if you keep going, you're not going to fail. And, and I hope people will take that from this because 
you weren't given a silver spoon. You weren't handed anything. I mean, 11 people in one house, dude, I relate. At one point, there was like eight people in our two bedroom. Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. Like yeah. you, I, I didn't have a, my own bedroom till I was like 21 years old. So I totally understand. And, <laughs> and you look at that and you go, that can be an obstacle or it can be a catapult. And you have to make that decision. Charles, my friend, this conversation has just been absolutely incredible. Um, before I ask you my last question, can you tell everyone where they can find you? All right. So at Charles J. Noonan on Instagram, on Facebook, we have a page called Hacking Land Bank Properties where I teach best practices for individuals to find a way to invest in real estate uh, who come from similar backgrounds that I do with, you know, very little resources. So those are the two main places where people contact me and, you know, whether they get mentorship advice, whether they subscribe and buy my course or, or read my ebook, those are the main places that they can find me. And again, Mike, Michael, I have to agree with you. It's a learned skill set, right? And I always say the mind controls the body, right? And if you could really focus on training mind, then you can control your body. And now you just have to write out in your mind what your body is going to do, right? And now you, you, you're controlling that. your destiny almost. So yeah, man, um, again, we want to teach people, uh, or I, I'm driven with a passion to teach people that we need to start creating wealth and not creating debt and kind of like in the cycle. And I want folks particularly to start to catch up in real estate because I know we're, we're a ways behind. And I recently spoke about buying real estate that you can afford, but more importantly, buying real estate that we can afford to keep. So we start to change the cycle because now we own these properties and we own them debt-free. So that's a mission that I've been uh, really focused on and it's going really well, man. Somebody, the testimony that comes back to me is far more rewarding than anything that they can pay for to me because it's really just about making change and uh, having that winner's diet and transferring that to people and giving them the confidence to do the same thing. Yeah, brother, I totally resonate and I have massive appreciation for what you do. That's why I want to have you on the show because I just, I see possibility in the world. And when mm -hmm. I see it, I want to showcase it. Thank you very much. My last question for you, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? It's everything, right? It, it's being unbroken allows me to teach others to be unbroken. It allows me to show broken people that it's not over, right? You fell, but you have to be able to get up, right? Th things have happened to me, like I said at the beginning, where I had every reason to quit, every reason to fail, and people would be okay with that. But being unbroken, and right? Being able to think unbroken means that you fell yesterday, but today is a new day. So let's move forward, right? Whatever happened to you in the past that if, if we could just adapt the mindset that yesterday is over and today is a new day so we can start and we can get better, even if it's in small increments, that you'll find that you start to be unbroken, then you'll start to build that mold to where you're unbreakable. Brilliantly said, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, 
be unbroken. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.